0: Once again, it's time for another edition of Joy Sounds, music you need to know. I'm your host, Chris Sampson, bringing you the brightest, emerging, and breaking artists. Welcome to the show. On today's episode, we meet a great indie rock band, the Nova Darlings. You'll hear the band perform three songs live from the Joy Sounds studio they'll perform Laundry Room, A Terrible Film, and I'm a Good Person, I Swear. We'll also talk with the Nova Darlings about their very passionate opinions about sparkling water, crying yourself to sleep, but in a fun way, and busting the myth of the tortured artist. Trust me, it will all make sense when you listen to the show. If you happen to be in the Los Angeles area, be sure to catch the Nova Darlings live on August 14th at the Moroccan Lounge. You can get your tickets now. With that, please meet the Nova Darlings. They make music you need to know. And Joy Sound Studio welcomes the Nova, darling. Hey. hey, Chris. Hello. Hey. Hi. So we have Mac and Carol. Hello. We have Sarah Mulford. Hello. Carter Kuran. Hey. And Larry Scaniello. That's me. Collectively, <laughs> the Novas. So, oh, yes. Yeah. I love this band. And I love the spirit of this band because I think you guys epitomize friends coming together and having fun playing music. So my first question is, mm.
1: is, is that true or do you really hate each other?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we hate each Sarah other. Sarah and I have some pretty stark disagreements about sparkling Water. beverages that we like to Oh, uh, is that where it comes <laughs>
0: down to? Yeah.
3: yeah, that's mainly the... Uh, worst part of our friendship is <laughs> beverage disagreements. Where's
0: the where's the where's the rub? What's the friction with the beverages? I love it. She don't love it.
3: I don't love Lacroix. <laughs> I don't love sparkling water. Yeah, it tastes bitter to me. Okay.
4: Yeah, I feel angry. like you're just really Curb. opinionated about
1: like <laughs> drinks and food. And like, food, yeah. Like you'll be like, I think you it's because like I love that? foods. <laughs> right. Well, I think we're both opinionated, and and it it uh, the cross section is. Is bad.
3: Is the cross section is wow. LaCroix.
1: Yeah. It's if we ever break up, this will probably
0: be <laughs> the centerpiece of the argument. It is it's amazing that you have lasted
1: this long. I know. I'm I'm Quite proud frankly. of our
3: resilience, really. Oh,
1: I would say I would say that these are my best friends. Um yeah. I live with Carter. Um I've I've known you guys very long and so rehearsals are uh it's a lot of conversations just about like who, like what we're going through, a lot of silliness as you've witnessed today. Yes, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, very
3: silly.
1: Yeah, and so, and I, I think that that I like to think that that shows up in the songs. You know, oh, yeah, like a uh, listening to each other, and I see it on stage when mm-hmm. when
3: totally. I hear you guys
1: live. You mm-hmm. you like each other.
0: I can tell. Yeah, yeah, and so I I think it contributes a lot mm. to your music.
3: Maybe. Yeah, and I think also we have fun on stage too. It's not mm-hmm. like. We're not at least I don't know, I'd never really worry about, you know, slipping up something because I'll just laugh it off and we just continue and right. have a good time.
2: And yeah, like I'm-
3: I remember me and Carter, we were in a different rehearsal for just, you know, we were playing for oh, someone yeah. else. Mm-hmm. Um And after the rehearsal, Carter comes up to me and he's like, I just realized how weird we are in our Nova rehearsals. (laughs) Right. Because the whole time we're just like, oh, how how fun. Yeah, how are you? Just like really.
1: Totally. So you guys have a different vibe, huh? Yeah. 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 Yeah, There's a shorthand and there's, it's really just a lot of like jokes. Like a lot of just like dumb voices. (laughs) Um,
3: Yeah, we love our voices. That's
1: excellent. That's good.
0: And I do know that bands um, start to really get to know each other, maybe even for better for worse on the road, right? Mm. Because then, yeah, boy, are you together? <laughs> have you guys done any touring? Have you been on the road and had that experience of really getting to know each other?
1: Yeah, like well, Carter and I have been roommates a couple of times. And we're roommates currently, but when you're when you're in a You're really living together when you're on tour. Yeah. Yeah. So we took Sarah's mom's (laughs) minivan. My
3: mom's old uh, 2006 Toyota Sienna.
1: Hello. That's a touring monster right there. Oh, yeah. It
3: it never gave up on us, even Even though I wanted to give up on it sometimes. Even
0: in the snow?
4: Yes. Yeah. Oh,
3: man. Oh, you How guys face snow.
1: Where was the snow? We went, so Washington. we booked the tour for, yeah, for late January, early February. Mm-hmm. And we went up to. This
3: is the best time of the year.
1: Northern Washington and back. So we hit, you know, Sam, the the Bay Area and Portland and, and Seattle and went as far north as Bellingham. Mm-hmm. And. uh a lot of snow and ice, sort of. We almost <laughs> got. We had to drive home from that Olympia show, right? Yeah. Like that Anna was Blizzard. probably
3: one of the t- most terrifying like moments of my like life. That was simultaneously the most
1: fun
0: and terrifying drives because I just remember right. we were we like drove home from the show. We had to drive. Larry like an drove.
3: Hour and a
1: half. Larry drove. We were delirious, laughing, we were and like then also deliriously like it was laughing late. at nothing. It was it like, two
3: a.m. Snow it was pouring 2
1: down. <laughs> yeah.
3: And then I remember the funniest moment was we were thinking like, well, we can't see shit. What if we turn on our (laughs) 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 brakes?
4: For the first like 10 minutes, I was like, this is so (laughs) weird. Like this snow is
3: coming down
0: really hard. I can't see anything.
3: Larry turns on the <laughs> and brights and we like, all just scream yeah. and he turns them back off. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. illuminating the well, blinding so snow.
1: And we couldn't get up the hill to my grandparents' house <laughs> yeah. where we were staying in, in Seattle. And so we had to park at the bottom of the hill and like walk up like, it with It was our a guitarist. mile
3: and a half walk uphill <laughs> with at, like, no snow in the
2: morning. This sounds
1: up. like it was good for your character.
3: I've never been meaner to Larry like- in my life <laughs> than I was on that. One mile walk. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> that was what? so funny. Really? I remember like we were like walking up this hill. It was freezing cold. There was snow everywhere. And I like said something to the effect of like, oh wow, this looks really nice. And then Sarah just got so angry. She's like, Larry,
3: shut up. <laughs> he was trying to appreciate the beauty in the moment and I just could yeah. not comprehend.
1: <laughs> it's interesting going through like challenges like that where where there were because I feel like we planned this tour pretty thoroughly. Yes. But there were just like a lot of external, uh, just like X factors, things that happen on the road, you know. Of course. You can't account for it. Yeah. Um, and you, I learned a lot about myself and like how I sort of deal with uh, adversity, I guess. Mm. And it's it's also like the, the collective identity. And it, for me, a lot of that experience was just learning to trust that my friends can take care of themselves. And like I, yeah. I think I learned a lot personally from people the three of them about how to take care of myself. And uh, so that was definitely a learning lesson for me, just being like, okay, I have to trust that my friends will say, hey, I need help when they do.
2: Mm-hmm. And if they don't,
1: mm-hmm. just like make sure I'm doing okay.
2: Yeah. Wow. Well said. That totally. That sounds
1: like a
0: then a lot of band bonding came out of it. Yes. Um, did any any songs come out of the tour?
1: I don't think we jammed or wrote on the tour. Um,
0: that doesn't happen a lot, you know, because you guys, yeah. you
1: guys, you're you're in you're in live mode, right? I was just wondering right, if totally. this experience
0: yeah. maybe sparked anything.
1: For yeah, you.
0: yeah, I
3: think it could definitely in the future. Oh, yeah,
1: good. for sure.
0: Yeah, I think we developed
4: a lot of the songs that we already were performing live. Like we really, yeah,
1: fleshed them out.
3: Yeah, we dove into the especially the newer and, ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a handful of songs. songs
1: that were only demos that well, I don't think we actually had performed together. Ever we had just kind of individually recorded our parts and we're just yes. sketching out. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's, that's right. True. So they were yeah. only played together in the computer <laughs> and then we took the them out of The computer played it together. Yeah. yeah, and then we like play them on the tour and then now we're kind of in the process of taking that information and putting it back in the recordings and yeah. mm-hmm. we go to put There's them together. No okay, so, so yeah, that's for sure. Definitely yeah. influence sure. the arrangements a lot, I would say.
0: Okay, so you guys, you guys got a lot out of this that you're going to take for for a yeah, while. That's yeah, weird. definitely. Yeah. Uh, another aspect of your writing that I've always been a fan of is the content of your lyrics, your lyrical content. Mm-hmm. I think um, does an amazing job of taking the mundane, taking mm. the daily, the the regular stuff that nobody else would notice, and all of a sudden sort of turning it into something. Something that is... Uh, uh, Meaningful and a self reflection. There's a lot of self reflection in yeah. the lyrics, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. So, is that, is that, uh, tell me about that style? And, and if I'm wrong, of course, let me know, but that's, that's what I've noticed.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like we're all pretty close emotionally. Um, and we just talk about, I mean, we've been friends since we've been 18 years old, you know, so I think we've seen each other kind of work through about. some real shit, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. There's something, there's something about, we're all from various like suburban environments. Mm. And so I think that there is a lot of sort of like quiet, melancholy, angst sort of themes that come from those worlds of feeling like separated and and maybe overseen or something. And so trying Mm -hmm. to find beauty or meaning in like. Yeah. Little tiny and
2: things. and
1: dumb stuff. <laughs> yeah. dumb, but also in just sort of the backdrop of the, again the, the the normal everyday,
0: and the the song I'm specifically right. thinking about is laundry room. Yeah. You know, yeah, that sort of paints that you know picture that normally wouldn't um, inspire a song, but there you go. <laughs>
3: right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's pretty s-
3: much the strangest room you
5: could choose to talk about. Broom closet.
3: (laughs) Wait, write that down. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: remember I... So, like, I brought a sketch of that song to the band and, like, the original sort of words were... uh, I was FaceTiming with a girl um, that I was dating and, like, we were both kind of... It was, like, family vacation times and we were both kind of, like... Taking a break from our families to talk to each other, and she would Facetime me from her laundry room, you know. And so I took that uh, Thanksgiving, not feeling necessarily seen um. <laughs> by the people around you. Uh, yeah, and it it just seemed like a uh, a nice, simple sort of metaphor for like trying to make it through those. Those the moments,
0: yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And so, from a sketch, how how does the rest of the band handle that material and and create it into a fully formed song? What's your what's that process like?
3: It almost always just is a jam sesh, kind of, and like you know, I think Macken will show Larry like general. Guitar parts and chords and stuff. And then Larry's like, wait, I got a sick idea. (laughs) And we'll
1: be subbing out chords and stuff.
3: Yeah, exactly. And so I think, and the words almost sometimes change like after we've started arranging the parts.
1: Yeah. I like when we'll we'll get specific about a single word and we'll be like, should this be like, if I do this or because I do this? Right. You know, or something. Trying to think of uh, laundry room words. Um, I know the pre-course is like out of prescription so I'll just take what I can get
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's a war of attrition and you're just settling for less mm-hmm. Um, yeah which is definitely so there's <clears throat> I don't know there's a sort of like coming to terms with what your relationships have to offer you know mm-hmm. and there is a uh, I don't know I feel like that shows up for me that sort of sentiment is Definitely captured in Larry's guitar parts because there are all these like yeah, yeah. sharp fours and stuff like that that come across yeah. in this like kind of sharp, angular. But then these little there's some dissonance, yeah, dissonance in there. Yeah, and then these sweet melodies but then will cut sweetness. through. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, there's always like there's always such sweet moments where like I can just think of moments where Larry will play like a new riff and we all just collectively go ah oh. <laughs> like it's just so sweet yeah. like
1: and that's actually where the name comes from too like that i mean we were just kind of throwing syllables around but we enjoyed the contrast of like nova being like this cosmic event you know something mm-hmm. something distant and celestial you know and then darling being very like immediate and sweet and so having that, having that back and forth and that song in particular, uh, I, I like with the outro, you know, it, it has that mm-hmm. kind of like simple, sad melody at the beginning that becomes this like very disruptive thing. And so yeah. I feel like that is a nice little snapshot of like, cool, where our band is like, is that song. You know? Ah, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, let's check it out. We're going to have you play it. Yeah. yeah. So then now we can Word. get we can get this we can get this dissonance against the <laughs> suite and and I see how it represents almost the whole band. Yeah. So so let's let's listen in for those things. So this is Laundry Room by the Nova Darlings. <laughs>
5: T-shirt I'm trying very hard to tell ya But you gotta meet me Halfway I only use a few words Choosing them is hard I tell ya So you better watch what you say Always the victim But you can't up, walk away And I might be Projecting but I today So if you need face to face I pick my battles I play it safe Cause I love you but there's only so much I can take from
0: Yes I can hear that I can hear the bright And the dark And the The uh, The The positive And the And the dissonance Rubbing against each other But here's what I also hear I don't know if this is a dirty word or not Some <laughs> Some pop hooks Some really infectious oh pop hooks Are oh yeah. in there Sorry Popular if Popular music I know If that, if that offends no, we're
1: your we're punk dude What are you talking about dude <laughs> We're
0: freaking punk till we die Just- might offend your indie
1: sensibilities. <laughs> These um, major chords are not punk enough.
3: <laughs> a little too happy sounding.
1: No, we love pop.
3: I think, yeah, we all love pop, yeah. honestly. No shame, we do.
1: Yeah,
4: okay. Yeah. No love, shame. Love a good hook.
1: Yeah. There's yeah. almost like an anti-pretension that is like in in uh, sort of left of center worlds where it's mm. like, oh, if it's too pop sounding, it becomes uncool or something like that. But
3: yeah. I don't know. I feel like we all just enjoy. Sense to, if yeah. it's a good song, it's a good song. Like, I don't think we're super, like,
1: uh, not
0: hip enough.
3: Yeah. <laughs> not vibey enough. Yeah.
0: Come out. It doesn't seem like those labels mean a whole lot to you. In Definitely a, in a not. Lot no, I yeah. think. I oftentimes
3: no. find it hard to pin a genre on us, actually. like Yeah, very will, hard. People will have ask so many it, different... what kind of music. And I'm like, uh, yeah. listen to our album. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Indie rock is a good place to start. That's where I, I start, yeah. yeah. But then I'm like, the, what does that I mean? catch myself over
3: explaining and then I'm just like, they think I'm an asshole now. I'm like, well, it's like indie rock, but it's like kind of right. pop and like kind of punk a little bit, but not like too punk. And Someone,
1: like- one of our fans described it, they described it as crying yourself to sleep in a fun way. <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> it was awesome. It was like a badge of honor for and me. Like yes.
0: We'll just in go with that. Way. There you go. <laughs> That's good. That could that's be your subheading, sub Nova Darling. <laughs> <laughs> Crying yourself to sleep. That's oh, that's man. fantastic. <laughs> um uh, you mentioned your record.
2: Mm-hmm. So yes.
0: tell me about this record. How how did it come about? What was what was your goals, intentions, or just or you know, what was the process?
3: Yeah. I'm trying to remember when we started trying to piece together what songs to put.
1: Yeah. I remember it being like Oh man, we should make a record. It should be you know, these things often start over ambitiously. Mm-hmm. Um, which we love to talk about you know, we're like, Oh yeah, it's gonna be fourteen songs and
2: we'll That's get it easy to get we'll there, turn yeah. it in
1: tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a double record yeah. concept record, yeah. 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 I think it was the largest project that I, I I know that I had worked on up until that point.
3: Yeah. I'm um, sorry,
1: what's it called? What's the record? It's called Ephemera, called? etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is our our LP. Do you want um, to
3: spell that for the listeners?
1: E P H E M E R A comma E T C period.
3: Nice. Man, Ooh, that was, that was I was, was stressed right there.
2: that whole time.
1: <laughs> 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 Got to work in those S A T yeah. words once in a while, right? Good job. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But like you were talking about, like uh, you know, minutia and and daily things. Uh, the cover is like a kind of a garage sale. Um mm-hmm. where you may find some of those things and e- ephemera, these like sort of transient things uh where you that are sentimental but also ultimately like impermanent, you know. And so yeah, we had a bunch of songs and um we were like, man, we should record them. Um we had one session with our friend Madison Shekel, Wolfie, incredible producer, and she kinda oversaw tracking of terrible film and holding my breath. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then <clears throat> we kind of used that as the like a jumping off point to make a whole record and so I was interning at a studio at the time, <clears throat> and uh they were kind enough to like give me the keys kind of when when they were out of town and stuff, so I was kind of this the watching over the studio it was like at a house, so I was kind of like house sitting for a while
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it came at a very convenient time and and uh we're all primarily performers, but have all been interested in recording and things like that. And so partially because it was interesting to us and partially because we didn't want to pay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. it, you <laughs> were on a it budget. A
1: you were on a budget. Yeah. 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 But um, I feel like it, it it goes with our sound. There's definitely like, a DIYness to it. And so we were yeah. like, how do we mic drums? <laughs> you know? Yeah.
3: It was like a whole learning process. It was amazing though.
1: Trading off engineering.
3: Yeah, that was so cool too because there was never just one person who was sitting behind, you know, the console, behind the glass being that person. It was all of us equally like had to do that role, which was really interesting. We
1: did like a retreat style thing to make demos, I feel like at my parents' house when they were out of town, where we all just kind of camped out there for a couple of days and Mm -hmm. fleshed out some demos. And then I feel like the actual recording process was pretty. Because we were finishing up school at the time, too, so we would yeah. kind of just, like, go over there two at a time, three at a time, and uh, kind of replace the demo tracks with studio tracks.
3: Yeah, that's, like, the best way we could have possibly done it, because it otherwise, I think, would have just been You guys so were
1: juggling a lot at, yeah. at the yeah.
0: time, so, but there, where there's a will, there's a way. You're going to get that record
3: yeah. done, Yeah, right.
0: Yeah.
1: right. And because we were no one was knocking on the door because this this house wasn't being lived in, you know, so we would stay up late and just kind of like make uh weird sounds and uh
3: yeah, you some know some interesting song decisions would just come like <laughs> one a m just like, what if we did this? yeah, I'm trying to remember which song you grabbed siphon yeah, yeah
1: siphon we wrote like a whole outro like a for whole outro in the record, and so
3: a quiet outro that we just recorded in the
1: yeah. Yes, studio room. and I, I feel like we're always fascinated by the how, like the studio process informs the live process, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of our our favorite bands. I know we're we're all big Wilco fans, mm-hmm. and because uh, a record is is really just like a document of that moment. That's you right. Know? Yeah, and then it it kind of continues to get shaped, and yeah, we're still yeah. finding new angles of songs that we've been playing for years. Yeah, and that's yeah. always a blast to me. Yeah, has uh,
0: you brought up the the song "Terrible Film"? Has that one evolved for you over time? Has that changed? Um,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say so. I, I kind of just like emotionally, that song has changed for me. Mm, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, because like, like the words. Lyrically? Yeah, even though like the words haven't changed, um, yeah, I feel like it uh, can I mean something. It can
0: mean something <laughs> different depending on where you're at in right. your life, right? And it's
1: not. It's no more or less meaningful. No. It's yeah. just like you're changing yeah. and your relationship to the song has changed. Yeah, yeah. Right. And,
0: yeah. and this one seems like, a, yet again, a sort of another one that gets into that um, very self-aware sort of psychoanalyst, you know. Uh, <laughs> you know, you guys really kind of dig deep into the into challenges with uh, one's self, right. personality, mm. and those types of things. Um I, I don't know, songwriting kind of a part of, kind of a therapy for you. I don't want to pry here
1: or <laughs> anything, but I do hear yeah, a bit of that for sure. Well, I'm in therapy. I love therapy, but I don't think necessarily art should be therapy. I think it can be uh-huh. cathartic and like
3: shouldn't replace it.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that would be like a weird, unhealthy way to hold the hosti- <laughs> the audience hostage, you know, and like work through your shit on them. Like, what?
2: <laughs> yeah. Also, but also very- just
1: creating by yourself can yeah. be that like cathartic
4: yeah, for sure. moment that you don't yeah. need to you know, share with anybody.
1: Yeah, and I feel like we're definitely looking for ourselves and there's like an element of discovery in there for sure. And I, this is something I've been wrestling with for a while uh, and I, I continue to kind of go back and forth on like what, honesty looks like in music and when is it useful when is it artful you know when is it interesting and when is it selfish when is it self-indulgent and so i I found an old Mm. notebook of this song in particular actually and there were like something like 20 verses or something like that Mm. and to which only like three ended up kind of sticking around
2: yeah
1: um but yeah that this it was written definitely during a time in my life where I was pretty sad
0: yeah well yeah (laughs) but you bring up this really great balancing act in the creative process that walking Mm. that fine line between honesty self indulgence you know all of that's uh, that's tricky yeah that's really tricky to sort of navigate and in
1: the wrong hands it can be a real bummer yeah right
3: yeah yeah. I think like we're
1: isolating, you know, as an audience mm-hmm. member, where you go like, okay, I feel for you what you're going through, but this doesn't seem like the right uh, Yeah,
0: you need to go deal with that yourself.
1: Yeah.
3: Right. Or like right. we can talk
1: after the show or something. But yeah.
3: we're a very pro mental health awareness band. Yeah. I that's, honestly like that's genuinely maybe what I'm kind of that. picking
1: up yes. in terms of those. Yeah. Things. yeah.
3: That's what I'm because none yeah. of us are like self indulgent in like being depressed. Like, I don't know. Sometimes yeah, like, I just see flexing. artists that are like, I'm so fucking sad and I'm like addicted to drugs and I'm depressed and it's like yeah. almost like they're bragging about right. that whereas we like have always tried to like help each other out and like realize when someone's going through a rough time we've gone through like plenty of really intense moments as a band and as friends right. and, yeah.
1: like, one of my favorite moments was I went into a rehearsal <laughs> and I was I having I just exactly like what a, you're about yeah, say. I was having like a really shitty day and I was late to the rehearsal and I was I was beating up on myself and I was kind of like, you know, I was like, oh man, everyone's going to be so mad. And I walked up and everyone was just like, hey, how you doing? And I was like, oh, they just love me. I just love these guys. I just started cr- like full, just tears, you know? <laughs> and then everyone just like put down their instruments and we just like had a nice big hug for a while. And it was yeah. so nice. <laughs> yeah. So that is very freeing to feel supported by your friends in that way. Yeah, But yeah, it's tricky with sadness and art. You know, it's like, there are a lot of dangerous myths about tortured artists and like... That's right. It's almost romanticized. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. dangerous because like, if that idea, you know, can I think like, uh, rationalize a lot of abuse either to yes, oneself right. or to others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, it's like, okay, like sad songs make me feel better. Mm-hmm. But how do you do that responsibly where you're authentically representing what's going on in your life. Yeah. And yeah. also, like, making Not sure...
3: glorifying. Yeah. The sadness. Right, yeah. Because
4: then you almost want to keep yourself in, you know,
1: shitty situations.
3: Yeah, to make you, you don't want to, like, make you be sad, sad music, forever. Just or, I
1: mean, right.
5: Like, it, it it's so wrong. It becomes yeah.
1: uninteresting at a certain point because it's like, that can be a very comfortable, safe place mm. is to stay in those yeah. self-destructive patterns and... Mm. And in art if you're if you're stuck in a too comfortable of a place it can just be boring and so I feel like if you're invested in working on yourself you're kind of in that creative pushing yourself space which I think artistically is is where at least we want to be I think
0: yeah and this gives me great insight since to you as a band it, it, it seems like it's a bit of a platform that you don't hit people over the head with it but this mm-hmm. is, this is a really really great angle and the other thing that I see is, is that you dive into this with your lyrics, but again, set to a nice pop hook. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it is always kind
1: of right. like that, you know yeah. that balancing act. Yeah. Right yeah. 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 We like you know, if it can start a conversation for someone internally or, you know, externally. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. You know?
0: Great. And I and I think a great example of this is the next song I'm gonna ask you to play, mm. which is terrible film. Word. So let's hear it. So this Word. is the Nova Darlings playing terrible film. Standing, I love that tune. Now you guys also got a video out, I think, for that tune. Oh yeah! Yeah, oh, my yeah, God. yeah. again, the, so what fun. another another example? I watched that video. I'm like, oh, they're having too much fun. Yeah,
1: that's that's
0: just too much fun.
1: <laughs> that was a blast. Yeah, we spent yeah. maybe six dollars on that video. <laughs> I think we bought a and moon, it was and it was
0: and pie. it was four dollars over budget as
3: yeah. a result. Right? <laughs> we bought a moon cigarettes pie and cigarettes. And a and a moon pie. Pie. We don't um, condone cigarette smoking. Or eating. Or eating <laughs> moon or eating, pies. Or eating in general. Just no food. <laughs> Stop eating. It's not. Stop eating, America. <laughs> <laughs> we get it.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, the video was a lot of fun. It was a lot of just like us. Kind of with one camera filming each other, just goofing around in my old apartment and just being yeah. like, oh, what if we did this? And what if we did this? It was
3: totally like not planned, most of it. I remember it there seemed was very
1: DIY again oh, yeah. in, in the spirit of the band. <laughs> the yeah. most DIY. It was during the, like, it was after the Halloween where everyone, including myself, dressed up as 11 from Stranger Things. <laughs> Oh, and so my friend yeah. had a had a blonde wig that Sarah's wearing in the video yeah. that I borrowed oh, for in a level. A
3: jumpsuit that you, where did you get that jumpsuit? I got that
1: commission. <laughs>
3: oh my God, I forgot my about that. My friend makes
1: jumpsuits, Alex Rogers from uh, the Family haha's. Ha's. Uh, yeah. Just like as a seamster. You know? That's fantastic. It yeah.
3: was so fun. Yeah, And I remember just at one point, like we decide, oh, what if we get a cool shot of like macking on the asphalt with like String lights around him, and then I was like, How do I shoot this from above? So I stand on his balcony and I'm shooting down, and he's basically where like cars are, yeah, in this alley. And right. in it, an alley, it, it, looked,
0: it looked pretty unsanitary.
1: It I was have to very say, dirty. Yeah.
3: So we, there's a lot of like,
1: there's that a lot
4: never of never stopped Mackin
1: <laughs> <laughs> with anything dirt and traffic. Get out of my way. <laughs> there, uh, there, there's a lot of like outtakes where it's just like. Me like mouthing along to the words and then being like "car,"
2: and then we have to get up, and
1: then just like wave awkwardly to whoever's driving through. (laughs)
2: Amazing.
0: (laughs) There's another video that I've also enjoyed. Um, I want to say I crashed my car into yours. I like crashing my car. I like crashing my car and of an unmanned or a highly manned (laughs) shopping cart. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. There's some cart on cart violence,
3: yeah, a <laughs>
1: lot of, which we do that's condone.
3: That's pretty <laughs> risque. <laughs> yeah, that's
4: a big part of our mission to stop cart on cart violence.
3: Violence,
1: it's yeah. a, and it's an epidemic. An epidemic. <laughs> we just wanted to document all
3: the. Not a lot yeah, of people know about
1: it, but it was yeah. Again, it was just like <laughs> we Super live in up. like we lived at the time in like in like a uh, kind of South LA, downtown LA, and mm-hmm. there are kind of just like loose shopping carts around and everywhere. Uh, yeah, we didn't steal any shopping carts. No, was, we did not. We gave them back to where we, you know, because... Oh, you put them back from where they... Yeah, were? and they were gone a couple days after, you know, because oh wow, people, people, people use them.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, you know, people experiencing homelessness that oh, yeah, want to yeah, yeah. need to take their stuff around. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we definitely didn't want to, like, disrupt that environment, but yeah. also wanted to try to make, like, an interesting video for zero dollars. <laughs> 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 There's a lot of people that were, like, watching us ram cars from each other that kind of came out of their houses and were like, Please don't hit my car. <laughs> I'll donate to your band. I'll buy your record if you don't hit my car. Yeah, you holding people's cars for ransom. That's how you make it big. That's a bold strategy. A bold band strategy. Yeah. But I, yeah, that, I mean, because the, the song, uh, that song, um, there's like a whimsy to it, but also like a violence, I guess, to mm. it or something. Yeah. I don't know. So. Definitely. Seemed like improvement. We, we just thought of the idea, and we were like, "Oh, that sounds fun." That's fun. It's yeah. just it's
0: fun. I just thought the Joy yeah. Sounds listeners might want to check it.
1: Out <laughs> yeah. You know, I I, I enjoyed it.
0: So.
3: Totally.
0: um Another thing that I've really enjoyed about your band, your your style of music is hard to label in a genre. I love that. But you also don't seem to care about labels. If it's masculine, feminine, man, woman, there's there's there that's that's beside the point for you yeah. guys. It's mm. not, you know, and, and and you live it and um, are comfortable with it on stage and it communicates something powerful mm. to the audience without having to actually, you're not you hitting people over the head by making a point. Yeah. It's just, it's mm. really, so I don't know if I have a question here other than <laughs> just sort of an
1: observation about right. that. Yeah. you know? I think when Sarah joined the band, it allowed... Three other uh, male-identified members of the band to embrace our femininity a little more. Yeah, I just remember totally. just in the overall vibe, it just felt
3: well. It it used got to be so it used better. to before I became a member of the band. Yeah, it was a five, right? Five, five boys. boys, five dudes.
1: Yeah, five bros, <laughs> five bro band.
3: Yeah,
1: uh, in the it's the proto version of the band. Yeah, um, and then that happened, and and then Sarah came along and two guys left and the energy and st- I
3: said put on a dress <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm leaving <laughs>
1: no one knows that I don't want to wear this stuff <laughs> I love pants and Sarah makes me wear this stuff <laughs> oh
3: man yeah but the dress thing it didn't start till maybe
1: there are some rare videos of me wearing pants that shows and yes. I look back and I'm like what?
3: It feels strange. It feels weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just feels like an uh I don't know, there are like there are photographs of me as a kid wearing dresses cuz I had two older sisters mm. and I uh just kind of wanted to do what they were doing and like mm-hmm. hang out with them. Um and it's also a fun machine to rage against, you
5: know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. In that kind of passive way of just like we'll hang some garlic on the door so the vampires don't come in, you know? Um well oh, it also just
0: it, it it diffuses any any debate, questions, or right? you're just there. Yeah. And yes, you're performing an address, but nobody's it's nobody's not, making
3: a big deal. It is not yeah, yeah well
0: and you and you don't, you know, you've never, or at least I've never seen you get up to a microphone and make a huge monologue about it. It's right. not right. that's uh, not the issue. That's not the thing. Earlier. No, no. Well,
4: there is this <laughs> this is probably the most I've talked about it. Yeah, like right Now, Do you remember that one house show we played? Oh, yeah. The guy, this guy kind of said something. I get harassed from time to time in it. Yeah. Um, but do you remember the guy at, uh, was it Ski House or I, something?
3: Yeah, it was like a frat, fratty place. Oh, and the he... guy that was bullying me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. No, this, this is, is incredible. Now we get to hear this. <laughs> okay, it's amazing. <laughs> it's a, you it's you should tell
3: story.
1: it. <laughs> uh, basically, like, this guy was just, like, giving me shit, you know, which is, I think there's an interesting dynamic because I, I don't want to like appropriate other cultures of, of uh, like drag culture or um, you know like I, I, I do identify as a as a man and uh, I just like to wear all different types of clothes um, and it, it feels very fun and liberating to wander between those lines for me and mm-hmm. so I was wearing this dress at this party and this guy's like why are you wearing this dress? What the <laughs> hell? Like what? <laughs> and he was kind of like Clumsily shitting on me, you know. Yeah, and I was like trying to push your buttons. I yeah, think. and I was like, "Why not, man?" And he was like,
5: "Yeah, okay."
1: And so <laughs> and then he's like, and then he's then, he's like, and then was like, it was
3: hours later. I hours think. later,
1: he came back up to me and he was like, "So, like, how long?" You, and then he st- and then he was like a more of a friendly approach, like, "So, like, how long you been wearing those?" And I was like, that's like uh, fits you cool. And I was like, "Yeah, thanks, man." Like, I actually have another one. Like, that I brought because I brought some <laughs> outfit changes, some options. And so, cut to twenty minutes later, and this guy now has a dress on. He yes, wears and, a and dress walking for him the around rest the party of yeah. the night. <laughs> and at first, he had it, it on awesome. over his pants, and then, like by the end of the night, he was just fully Full rocking this dress.
3: It was honestly yeah. like the best so thing sweet. ever.
1: That was a personal victory for me <sighs> to yeah. turn someone who was being mean to me into a co-skirt man.
3: Co-skirt man. <laughs>
1: We can all learn from this story.
3: Yeah, we're
1: America can learn from yeah. this story. Well, it's
3: funny you
4: realize that sometimes the people that are probably harassing you the most, maybe they just want to wear the dresses the yeah. most. You know, right. they feel
3: uncomfortable they with some, themselves, some type of insecurity. Yeah, yeah.
1: insecure. And- yeah, I guess if anything, I hope that it promotes that the shows a sense of just like, hey, wherever you're at, it's cool. Let's, yeah, let's okay. rock. Totally yeah. outstanding. That's the vibe I get from my friends in this band. Yeah, Yeah. and so hopefully that translates. Yeah, um, I think we're gonna hear next one of your
0: newer songs, correct? Unrecorded, unrecorded. So this this is kind of first recording. Yeah, we are we're pleased about this. So this is I'm a good person, I swear. Again, some lyrical themes are showing up here. (laughs) So uh, give us some insights into the origins of this song.
1: Oh yeah, oh boy, Carter, I feel like. It was you and me playing like... We just kind of had this idea for this verse. And kind of we've been talking about in this podcast of like... This song's very sarcastic. And so like the first lyric is like, I've I've never been sad. I'm just happy all the time. And uh, <laughs> just sort of like... Kind of, kind of desperately avoiding a look inwards. And then the chorus is kind of this breaking down of like... You gotta believe me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Carter and I were just messing around the melody, and uh, it's really the it was really just about trying to capture the, the the contrast between this like I got it it's all together don't worry everything is fine and then like
2: yeah <laughs>
1: I love the I love the um,
0: repetition of I'm a good person I swear.
2: Yeah. That is like, right. it just
0: sounds like it gets more desperate
1: and yeah. desperate as it kind of yeah.
0: goes. No, really. Dissolving. I'm a good person, I swear. <laughs> and it's
1: like, who are you talking to? Are you talking to someone else? Are you talking to yourself? Right. Right. What's going on there? Yeah, yeah. 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 Outstanding. So I, I do think it is funny, like just observing within myself how desperate I am to let everyone know that I'm, you know, a decent human being, mm-hmm. you know? So it's a little bit of kind of like honoring that and also being like, this is very genuinely like, Please, please recognize me. <laughs>
2: yeah. But it was, it's also
1: like satire, you know. So it's a l- kind of winking and kind of extremely earnest at the same time. <laughs> All right. Let's check this one
0: out. So I'm going to yeah. have you guys play this. And and this is awesome that this is a little bit of a premiere.
2: Yeah. Okay, we'll yeah.
0: yeah. But this is kind of a, to hear a new song. So this is I'm a Good Person, I Swear by the Nova Darlings.
5: Sad. I'm just happy all the time Feelings are a fact So I just sell all mine Love is so easy I do it when I'm sleeping Love is so easy I could be asleep I still asleep.
0: Okay, I'm a believer. You guys are good people. I believe it. Thank you. You're welcome. You hear that? You're welcome. (laughs) Proof. (laughs) So, uh, what do you guys have ahead of you? What's next for the Nova Darlings?
1: Speaking of mental health, we are playing a mental health awareness show. I believe the name of it is Hashtag Fight the Stigma Stigma Fight
3: the (laughs) Stigma
1: Give that a try again You can't make fun of me because I'm talking about something very serious
3: (laughs) You're not allowed
1: Hashtag Fight the Stigma Stigma Um, Yeah and it is It's going to be in uh, Santa Clarita uh, But it is a free event So if you're in that area On June 12th I believe uh, Carly Webster is, uh, incredible singer, um, and songwriter, and she's putting on an event and she's having us play. We're also playing an LA show, um, on June 12th at the Moroccan Lounge. Mm-hmm. If this is out after that, uh, boy, was, were those shows a good time. Um, <laughs> re- you really missed they out. They were really good. <laughs> but yeah, um, we're in the studio right now. There's no official release dates for recordings, but, uh, we're trying on, to put
3: out singles. Trying
1: to put out singles. So keep your eyes peeled. Novodarlings.com. The Novodarlings.com, excuse me. Uh the Nova on Instagram and stuff. And like that's where we'll kind of be letting you guys know where where and when the next things are happening. You know? Yeah. Outstanding. This has been a blast.
3: Yay! Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much, Robin. Oh, this.
3: so fun. Oh, man. A
0: time. What a pleasure. What a pleasure. And I uh I know our Joy Sounds listeners are going to definitely want to follow you guys as you release these singles, get out there, see them live. Got to check this band out live. Just nothing but a good time. So thank you, Macken, Sarah, Carter, and Larry, the Nova Darling. Thank Chris. you, Chris. As I mentioned at the opening of the show, the Nova Darlings will be playing the Moroccan Lounge in Los Angeles on August 14th. Be sure to get out and see them, because they put on an amazing show. Once again, a huge thanks to Mackin, Sarah, Carter, and Larry, the Nova Darlings. I really appreciate you listening. Follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter using the handle at JoySoundsMusic. I hope you have a great week. Goodbye until next time. This is Joy Sounds music you need to know.